Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by How to Calm Your Fragile Mind. In this course, we will guide you through the thought, wisdom teachings, and exercises that will show you how to develop a state of detached awareness where you can learn to witness your thoughts coming and going without causing you emotional pain. To celebrate Anxiety Slayer's seventh anniversary, we're offering How to Calm Your Fragile Mind for $30 US, regularly priced at $45. Learn more at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and partner, Ananga Sivier. And we are celebrating seven years of bringing Anxiety Slayer podcast to you. Over 300 episodes, over 3.5 million downloads. We are thrilled to be in this space of sharing with you and continuing our partnership for a good long time to come. As you probably know already, we come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And together we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. Today's conversation is about asking you the question, do you need a media break? And I wanted to bring this forward because I used to work in the media. And I've also found myself recently being a little bit, uh, extra anxious and stressed around all of the media that seems to be coming at me. And in the States, there's an election around the corner that's been causing a lot of stress. And on Ananga's side of things, there was just a big change as well with Brexit. So we thought it would be smart to have this conversation about taking what is probably a very much needed media break. Welcome, Ananga. Hi, Shen. I'm so glad we're having this conversation today. It's an important one. It is. And as you were speaking, I was reminded of the influence of the media on us, not, not just that it's an inert thing that's going into our heads and we feel some initial irritation or, or possibly some overwhelm, but that it really does affect us on a much deeper level than we're often aware. It does. And I think about how many families are perhaps, you know, sharing dinner in front of the television set, watching the news and how many of those stories coming through are fraught with such tremendously sad stories and scary stories. And whether it's the um, political arena, whether it's the world stage of terrorism that, that we're dealing with, whether it's all of the very strange weather patterns that have been happening around the world, there's just always something to bring you down. And I found myself in tears watching some of this and realized that I needed to go back to my original media fast which uh, after I left the television industry, I, I don't even remember how long I just didn't participate. I didn't have my head in the sand, but I wasn't a regular viewer of, you know, I'm going to sit down and watch the six o'clock news or the 11 o'clock news or whatever, because I needed a break from it because it was making me feel anxious. It was causing much 
stress. And if you think about the way that a, a media cycle works, chances are you're going to hear that same story multiple times before they've moved through and found something else to focus on. So really, even if you feel like, oh, well, I have to watch, I have to stay abreast of what's going on, you could probably do that with one sitting versus five or seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes we're just habitually exposed to looping media. Sometimes people just have it on on the TV for company or just it's just on. You feel like you should be in touch with world events. Very often uh, in my life, male family members on both sides of my family, when the news is on, the news is on and people should be quiet and attentive. When I was a child, I used to find it extremely anxiety inducing. My husband said the same. And whenever I've been around young children with the news on, I usually shepherd them off into another place and engage them in something lighthearted so they're not just exposed to sitting, listening to these big, dramatic, the music, the coverage, the languaging, all of it, it can be very anxiety inducing. When I was a teenager, it was one of my key triggers. I think it's really important that we're talking about it. You know, at best, negative media adds to the background rumble of our anxiety. That's still not good, but that's as good as it gets. But at worst, it can even trigger a full-blown anxiety attack. And I have had personal experience of that. So for me now, no news. No news that I can't do something about. Right. And I, I suspect that's changed things for you in a very big way. Yeah, it's just less negative material floating around in my head, predominantly at night. Right. You know, when I go to bed, my mind's very active and it likes, I'm, I'm sure everyone's is, it likes to run over the day. What did I do? What did I hear? And my mind is extremely visual. Any images that have gone into my head, they kind of upload into my awareness as I'm trying to sleep. And I've been criticized for it. But for me, it's my personal choice. And I'm more comfortable not to watch news or dramatic media. Uh, horror films, drama stories about children, uh, child abuse, abduction, anything that's going to break my heart and haunt me that I can't help. If I see a child in difficulty, I want to help. But right. the stories and, you know, the drama just rolling around and around, it really affects me. So I reserve the right to, to step back. But uh -huh. Like you, my head isn't in the sand. You don't miss much on social media. You will know on Facebook or Twitter or you'll hear from a friend significant news stories and I'm aware of what's going on I'm aware that the world's gone crazy right right you're just not gonna sit in that bathtub no I'm not scrutinizing it and I don't want to discuss it with those that are just gonna get irate about it right that's my personal protection it's not just a choice I'm sure it's protection well and in, in the states right now the the media is actually interviewing people on the street all across the country about how they're doing and how the election and all of the politics and all of the, the ugliness that's been flying around in the States is affecting them. And there's a real problem. People are very stressed out and angry. And it's really a good thing that the cycle is going to be coming to a close soon because it's just been too much and, and going on for too long. And I like that you also brought up the, you know, the other forms of media that we bring in. And I bring in darker media than you do, as you know, but not as much as I did back in the day. It's changing. And I'll notice that if something goes too far, it's just like, okay, no, that's enough. That's not where I want to go. 
because I'm a very vivid dreamer and those things come back through. Mm-hmm. Often I'm, you know, right in the middle of it in, in that dream and I don't need to do that. And so these are choices that we can make to cut back, to just see what it feels like to take a break, take a break for a week and see what happens. A week away from the news, a, a week away from any uh, movies or programs that are particularly violent or troubling. That's certainly would help. And I think you'd notice a difference if you gave yourself that fast. According to Ayurveda, one of the key contributors to anxiety is being overstimulated. And we know, you know, even names are a giveaway like Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, this just constant scrolling information. And as we were discussing a while ago, sometimes we're not on one screen, we're on two. We're watching something we're, or we're listening to something, we're looking at something else. And it's too much. It's too much yeah. for our mind. It's too much for our nervous system. Every so often we might get the opportunity to take a holiday and we decide I'm going to walk in nature more, I'm going to swim more, I'm going to talk more and rein back. And, you know, sometimes we need to do that more frequently than a holiday. It's good to do it just in our daily lives, and we might fast for our health. I think a media fast is certainly healthy for our minds. Mm. You and I were having a conversation before we came together for our podcast today about the circle of influence versus a circle of concern that uh, is a part of Stephen Covey's very popular book that came out a long time ago, but it's still a fantastic book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Talk a little bit more about that. Well, his number one habit is be proactive. And I just pulled out a little quote from that for us to discuss today. And he says that proactive people focus their efforts on their circle of influence. They work on the things they can do something about, their health, their children, their work. Reactive people focus their efforts in their circle of concern. And media is very much a circle of concern issue. The things over which we have little or no control, national debt, terrorism, the weather, politics those things. And gaining an awareness of the areas in which we expend our energies is a giant step in becoming proactive. It's great if you want to be a a proactive and and a less reactive person. It's really useful. But for me, that's really important in managing anxiety as well. It's not just about proactivity. It's about where our focus goes. And he, he has in his book a nice diagram for this of the circle of influence and the circle of concern. So concern is the things we worry about, the things that concern us. Influence is the things we can do something about. And in his diagrams, you see how big is your circle of influence. Sometimes it's pea-sized and it's swamped by the things we're worrying about. And then when, when we choose to really examine our thoughts and what we're responding to, what we're reacting to and change that around, then our circle of influence the the areas in which we can make positive change and we can do something about that grows and pushes the circle of concern out and reduces its hold over us so for me that's one of the best things I learned about managing anxiety yes proactivity is, is where he was aiming at and that's really good for functionality and productivity in life and it's an amazing book for me that really spoke to my anxiety and this thing of reducing the overwhelm and the the feeling of just drowning and sadness and anxious thinking that comes when these negative media streams are just coming on us day after day after day. Yeah. And the thing is, you can upgrade your sources of information. There's plenty of positive news 
to become aware of. There's lots of inspiring reading that you can do, that we can do, that reminds us of how we can lift ourselves up, how we can be coming from a place of compassion and love and sweetness versus reacting to so much that we can't control, so much that's dark, so much that makes us feel constricted. Yeah, information, it can be degrading to our consciousness, it can make us feel overwhelmed and horrible and anxious, or it can be a source of nourishment and it can uplift our consciousness. So we can take it either way. And if we need news and we need information, the mind likes something to to chew over, then positive news, inspiring reading, read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. There are some amazing speakers on TED Talks, on YouTube, really positive, inspiring people, people that have overcome adversity, people that have made environmental solutions to some of the issues people experience with gathering water. I was looking at a fantastic video the other week, some guy that had made a little stainless steel tube that you just bury in the desert and it collects water and condenses it and people can pump clean, fresh water. I'd rather know about those things Mm. than the the darker stuff. Mm -hmm. I think the other piece too that we need to bring forward is the importance of seeking a real connection. Walking and talking with a friend gives us a much better feeling at the end of the day than feeling swamped by negative news that we can't do anything about. I love walking with my family, you know, after dinner or just having a conversation about our day and sharing the things that brought us joy is, as you know, and we may have talked about this years ago, the joy spotting practice is something that I love and that I share as often as possible where you start to take note of all of the little things that bring you joy each day and then share that. Think about the difference in how it feels to be with family, sharing those positive, those joy spotting moments versus sitting around the telly and, um, and being just, you know, blasted with, with negative information that, that makes you feel bad. We, we get to choose. And real connections with family and friends and getting out and about is just so incredibly important. Please, please, please seek real connections whenever possible. Super important, particularly with anxiety, where often anxiety can leave us feeling a sense of disconnect, disconnection, ungroundedness. We feel like we're not really here. And I really feel that screens, media information contributes to that. The majority of what we experience in our life, we're not experiencing it in reality. We're not actually experiencing it. We're passively downloading it. And that really affects our minds. So definitely walking, swimming, yoga, go meet a friend for a cup of tea, a book club. Find a book club that reads really positive, interesting books, gripping tales, and go along and discuss those so that your mind's really got some good fodder, some good nutrition to chew over, and that protects it from feeling swamped by bad news. Well, this has been an excellent conversation. I invite all of our listeners to make an assessment of your media intake. And I invite you to take a media break. See what happens over the next week or so by cutting back and really bringing in more of the positive news and inspiring reading and real connections that you can in your life as much as you possibly can. It will make a difference. 
Anxiety Slayer has been offering a free podcast for more than six years. Now we want to help you go deeper by providing step-by-step -step support on getting the best experience from our favorite tools and techniques for overcoming anxiety. Are you ready to take action against your anxiety? Enroll in the Anxiety Slayer Academy now and you can get started today. Visit anxietyslayer.com forward slash support.